What's going on, everybody? I'm Gully. And I'm Easy. And this is 4th and 20 Football Radio. who stepped out of the room, mind your doobie ashtray so they don't do you that way. Nope. Don't do it. As told to you by Devin the Dude with his track, Doobie Ashtray. Man. Yeah, we had to uh, step out for a second. Uh, you know, we had to get right you know, before, this, uh, you know, before we went off air. Mind you, life and yeah, politics and real matters just it, it clogs the head, so we had to get our get our heads straight get our heads right yeah and while we were getting our heads right we're gonna take a little second you know talk about this uh nfl combine <laughs> this happened, you know this was past february for those that don't know the nfl combine it hosts all of the college prospects that want to step into the nfl spotlight or want you know that wants to actually play this is where we find these, uh, you know, the Patrick Mahomes. This is where we find the Tom Brady's. This is where we find the Drew Brees. You know what I'm saying? The, uh, the, the Aaron Donalds. You know, the, the Miles Garrett. This is where, you know, we find these players. You know, because all sorts of walks of life come from all sorts of colleges. All across, all across the U.S., all across the world. You know, mind you, you know, we have... There's, there's players in the NFL that are, you know, actually foreign. You know, Emmanuel Akbar, his family came from Nigeria. You know, that's a, that's very impressive. He's a damn good defensive lineman. Shout out to Emmanuel Akbar. But, you know, in his sports, though, too, you know, the NFL, you know, the NFL Combine, it hosts, uh, it hosts many drills, you know, for, uh, for these players to, you know, actually, you know, step into the spotlight for teams to actually recruit them. They, uh, they hosted in Indiana uh, normally every year. Every year, uh, you know, from February, uh, end of February. So this year was uh, February 27th, all the way to the 29th. Um, there's, you know, the class of 2020. With this, you know, with this year, you know, so, you know, coming off, what new additions are going to be, you know, susceptible to, you know, coming to the, you know, actually coming to, you know, the NFL? Who's going to be coming in the spotlight? Who's going to be the new Patrick Mahomes? Who's going to be uh, of this time, you know, of this generation? You know, because the younger, the younger, that players are, the more talented they're going to be. Especially when they studied and watched film, they play. We've seen the we've seen the young talent that you know teams build around. So that you know that henceforth though, me and my me and my partner here, we're gonna talk about you know some of these college prospects. And in that same sense, we assigned ourselves the tall order of pretending. If we were the front office and we were going to pick our own NFL team. So, starting from quarterbacks, real breakouts from the quarterbacks. Yeah, who do you like a quarterback? Let's talk about that. Who do you, who do you like a quarterback? There were a lot of uh, multi purpose gentlemen. Okay. You know, quick legs, quick eyes. You know, mobility, strength. Jalen Hurts is a gentleman who stuck out in my head overall. Hurts, okay, okay. Because for for me in general, I have a lot of reverence for 
Oklahoma and their uh, their football program in general. Yeah. They always will do great. I mean, yeah, that uh, that chap from Cleveland, or he played for the Cleveland Browns. Yeah, he was from Oklahoma, or Oklahoma State. Yeah. Um, so uh, there's a lot that looks for Jalen Hurts. It's good. Um, who, who looks good to you, partner? Well, you know, partner, uh, there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of quarterbacks that are, you know, in the draft that, I mean, honestly, between this draft and this combine, though, they're looking really interesting, though. All right. So let's, let's talk about, you know, Heisman Trophy winner, Joe Burrow. Let's talk about him for a second. And how the fuck is he going to become a Cincinnati Bengal? Can, can you break that down for me, partner? Uh, why Cincinnati? Cincinnati. You know, with them being, a, you know, them having the first round draft pick, you know, for this year, they, you know, they were, huh, they were horrible. They were horrible last year. We, we got to say it. Yep. Andy Dalton, you know, his time is starting to get washed up. They need to address the quarterback situation down there in Cincinnati. They do. So, what, you know, with uh, Cincinnati's front office, what they're trying to do, what they want to go with, they want to go with a Heisman Trophy winner quarterback. So, Joe Burrow out of LSU. Man, he's damn good. You know, he looks he looks really good on film. Yep. He's going to be, you know, he's projected to go first round pick, but, you know, Joe Burrow did not, uh, you know, he did not participate in the combine. Yep. So, we, we've seen, we st- we've seen some of his college film. We've seen what he can do, but... Is this going to be enough for Cincinnati to, you know, actually prosper after Andy Dalton? Or will we see another Johnny Manziel happen on the other side of the state? Yeah. Because, for, you know, a lot of first-round quarterbacks, they do not do, you know, they have that high expectation. But when they get into that season, they don't, some of them just don't do well. Some of them actually do. Okay, take for instance 2016, Jared Goff. He was a first round, you know. He was a first round pick, you know, for the St. Well, for the uh, St. Louis Rams at the time, though. Yep. But you know, they ended up getting, you know, they ended up picking up Jared Goff. That was a pretty damn good uh, first round pick for him, you know, just uh, just prior, you know, prior to last season. Yeah. Uh, you know, even late in the draft, though, still a first round. Lamar Jackson, you yeah. know, uh, Baltimore picked him up, uh, you know, thirty uh, the thirty first pick, you know, in the uh, 2017 season. Look where you know. Look where he's at now. He was an MVP for just this past season and made Joe Flacco a fucking afterthought. Definitely. But is this going? You know what? Will Joe Burrow actually hold up to those expectations? I don't know, partner. For me, what I've seen, especially just how that kid looks when he's not playing football on film, he looks like a cocky son bitch. He looks like his ego is going to be something that needs to be managed. I'm personally worried. So that's where I stand for it. I'm the man. I don't know. There's, there's, there's names. You know, there, there's the like. Well, what were some of the, uh, what were some of the, the standouts for you, quarterback-wise? Well, aside from uh, Joe Burrow, I like Justin Herbert on a horse. Kid looks actually pretty good though. You know he has a nice arm. You know he has a good deep throw. Uh, you know good short, good uh, shorter to throw though. But my my overall uh, you know con with him right now is some of his footwork and you know some of you know he he can like you know overthrow a couple of his receivers. But 
with thir- uh with 32 touchdowns to six interceptions last year, uh, you know, playing for Oregon and 340 uh 3,471 yards passing. He actually did he actually put up some good stats. But sometimes they say numbers don't lie. But we're gonna see what he does in the NFL. If he's gonna be a first round pick or is he gonna be left in the draft. What about you, Parker? I mean that brings to mind uh, a gentleman that I had in mind. Uh, uh, not really lauded after, like the Justin Herberts, like Jalen Hurts, like the uh, gentleman out of Ohio State. Um, no, it's a kid who came out of Hawaii named Cole McDonald. Now, Cole McDonald had a farm, E-I-E-I-O, and on his farm, he threw some passes, and there were some pretty damn good passes. Uh, there's a lot of bad habits just because the kid obviously peaked in high school and coasted through college ball just on his own merit and how the team would work around. Hawaii is a, an incredible college football program, especially defensively. So he may be seen as sort of a, a, a liability because of his flaws, but I can think of some teams that could buy into a, a, a young upstart with some liabilities to work out of. Looking at you, Denver. Looking at you, hell. Now since we know where Brady's going, I'm looking at you, LA Raiders. Your Raiders. Because has Carr been confirmed? Carr, uh, you know, Carr right now uh, is going to be a battle between him and Marcus Mariota. So there's always room for a dark horse pick out of nowhere. We'll say that too. We'll say that too. In the same way Carr can pull an Elway and say, fuck you, I'm not going to play for your team. Yep. That was Elway, right? I believe so. He was, he was drafted somewhere and he just said, no, I'm not going to do that. Thanks. Yeah. Times, funny times, funny times. What's the that running back wise for you, Parker? Oh man, let's uh, these run these running backs though. I feel like this is going to be a good year for running backs because you know there, there's a lot of talent. There's a lot of talent that's going to be you know out of this backfield though. Um, let's uh, let's mention one name, DeAndre Swift out of Georgia. Okay. Hey, he's, you know, he's going to be, you know, he's projected to, like, you know, possibly be a first-round pick, you know, somewhere, you know, but DeAndre Swift, kids, you know, he's a good, uh, he's a good power runner, he's got good vision, you know, he's actually pretty agile, though, too, uh, you know, I studied his footwork a little bit, he needs to work on that, but as, you know, as NFL, you know, as every NFL rookie, there's things they need to work on, though, too, you know, but DeAndre Swift out of Georgia, you know, he's going to be a, he's going to be a dangerous weapon, you know, we also talked before going live that we had the same mentality for uh, Jonathan Taylor. Oh yeah, Jonathan Taylor out of Wisconsin. Man, yeah, he's yeah that kid's gonna be a beast though. Back to back, two thousand yard seat rushing seasons. I mean, is this gonna be is 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 he gonna be another you know another uh, Ezekiel Elliott? Damn near, you know. Could be. I mean, Jonathan Taylor, he, he was looking good. He was looking good at Wisconsin. I will give him that. He is good. He was looking damn good in that backfield. Mm-hmm. But, you know, 
let's talk about uh, Cam Akers out of Florida State. Yep. Man, hey, this you know this guy you know this kid he has good footwork, he has good speed, good catching. You know, uh, you know his arm strength's a little you know a little iffy, but kid can catch. You know, caught a nice little one-handed, but you know, kind of caught a nice little one-handed pass off the flat. You know, so we we can see Cam Akers he's got you know he's got some good balance though too. You know as well you know as well as that. Right. Um, what what about you, partner? Well, I have sort of a writer's block at the moment because I, I the name and uh, effort towards one Darrington Evans. Okay. Yeah. I couldn't tell y'all. That was just something I didn't write down. You know, no, I'm I'm sorry to break kayfabe, partner, but that was just I got the names, but I'm just blanking. Dark horse. Because at least when I came to my approach to building uh, my team, or at least my draft, the idea was to uh, pick guys that are a little bit broken down, that have a little bit of problems, that sit on their teams with people who've been playing the sport longer, that can work it out of them. Like, if you don't mind uh, segueing to wide receiver from that point, Ruggs the third, Mr. Henry Ruggs the third. Yeah, he's gonna he's gonna be a he's gonna be a top round pick. But I also think he's gonna be a project as well. Yeah. Because just like Odell Beckham, at least those who recognize the trajectory of the career of Odell Beckham Jr., you could figure out what to do to make sure Ruggs doesn't go down that same path. Top gentleman on the 40 yard in what? 4-1? 4-1-9? Yeah. Um, You know, with that, you can't just be speed alone. You have to have a head on your shoulders too, just so you don't run into people real willy. So, with that, you just gotta make sure his head is straight. You gotta make sure ego doesn't go aside. You gotta make sure that he doesn't throw temper tantrums. Perfectly speaking. You know, because, I don't know, you could have all of the best attributes in the world and end up on the New York fucking Giants, and it just crushes you. It hurts you so. You gotta toss around that field goal net. You gotta cry. You gotta cry. You know, being the same way, cry. You know, part, you know, partner. Uh, speaking of, uh, you know, speaking of Henry, Henry Ruggs, though, too. Also out of Alabama, I like Jerry Judy, though, too. Hey, that kid, he has, you know, very agile, good, great hands, you know, good footwork, and actually, he he's actually good off the separation, though, too. I can see that, you know, studying this uh film. He's actually, you know, he can actually create separation off of uh off of a defender, pretty good. So Jer- uh, Judy, uh, Jerry Judy, he's gonna be actually a good uh, good receiver, though. I can see that in him be a very, very interesting NFL team that is graced with two Alabamian footballers. Yeah. And also, uh, too, uh, CeeDee Lamb. CeeDee Lamb is a good guy. Man. Tell the people about CeeDee Lamb. CeeDee Lamb, man. Hey, but, you know, he great confidence, great hands, good agility, good footwork and separation. You know, he was, you know, studying his film in, uh, you know, in Oklahoma, you know, uh, how he was, you know, getting, um, how he was getting passes from, uh, you know, Jalen Hurts and stuff. 
CeeDee Lamb, you know, he is going to be one of those receivers that, you know, is going to be, uh, you know, it's going to probably be a breakout you know, uh, receiver probably for this 2021 season. So, also, also like Justin Jefferson. Justin Jefferson out of LSU. Six foot, you know, six foot one, one and a half, uh, one quarter of an inch, 202 pounds. Great, you know, great solid, fast hands. Good speed receiver, good footwork. His combine was his combine record. He ran a 4-4. That's actually really impressive, though. If somebody can actually snag Justin Jefferson, or, you know, out of this draft, though, they're going to, they're getting a great, great look pick. But uh, you know, also Chase Claypool out of Notre Dame. Great separation, agility, strength. His jump, his jump height is 40 inches. So, this man is actually going to get up, you know, he's actually going to get up and, you know, catch a good, you know, catch great, you know, great spectacular catch, catches, and, you know, and not like, you know, try to get, uh, try to get over to a defender, or trying to, you know, try to get the ball out of Chase Claypool, out of Notre Dame. 40, and, and when he ran his 40 and 4-4. <laughs> uh, I really feel like you're the cream of the crop if you can run the 40 and 4-5 or less. Yeah. We got some pretty fast receivers. I was startled by how I actually know uh, to give every to give credit to the whole combine. I was startled to see how fast people were. Just how they were at least a group of 20 plus players running the 40 in less than five seconds. Yeah. Yeah, so I mean it's being a receiver, you gotta you gotta get down that field, you know. Fast hill. Exactly. But then when you have defensive linemen running quick like that, when you have uh, just yes, it, it, it's nutty. It's a fucking nutty partner. Yeah. But uh, what what's some what's some receivers that you have? Receiver same way as that. I also did have a CD Lamb. Yeah. Um, look at the tight end though. Tight end. I had a lot. Respect for when Cole came in or Kmet. I tell you uh, pronunciation, but even though I saw it on the page, I'm sorry, Cole. Big hands. He is a threat in the red zone. The fact that he can be the 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 the, the, the last number needed to crack the safe to get a touchdown on almost any occasion. He's somebody who could sneak around, who could go above. He's a motherfucker who could probably vault over a man in my opinion. Yeah. You know? But in that same way, I'm looking towards um, a couple of projects in my mind. One project would be uh, a Dalton Keene out of Notre Dame. Okay. Now, from what was seen in the uh, combine, he had incredible instincts and speed. But worries officials overall for his ability to play against NFL quality offense. That can be seen as a glaring problem. However, in my personal opinion, easy is as easy does. That's just something to be worked out of. You could easily get a young cat into the mindset of what's going to be coming down the line, how you protect yourself, how you can move around it. How you can protect yourself mentally so you don't start to crack in front of these guys. Okay. 
Okay, yeah. You know, one tight end that I uh that I like though too was uh Thaddeus Moss out of LSU. <sighs> He's a good guy as well. Yeah, good side, you know, he has a good solid build, good on you know, good blocking. But his his receiving, you know, his receiving is a little eh. It's with 47, you know, with 47 receptions, 507 yards, four touchdowns. Yeah, it has been a little eh. But you know, he's one of those good blocking tight ends that you know will help possibly help the run game. That will help the pass game too. You know, especially in the red zone. You know, Ayo Cincy, better grab him, better grab him so Burroughs can work well with a familiar face. Say that. Just saying. Yeah. And uh, what's his name? Albert uh, Albert Akulo out of uh, Missouri, out of Missouri. Yes. Twenty-six receptions, three hundred six uh, three hundred six yards, and six touchdowns for his uh, college career. Solid bit. He's a solid build for a red zone threat. I was looking at this film. Yeah, that man can create create some good mismatches. Not too shabby at all. I agree. Yeah. So whoever gets, you know, whoever can get uh, Albert, uh, you know, out of this draft though too, he's he reminds me of a David Njoku. Okay. Yeah, he's more of a Dave, he's more of a David Njoku. You know, he can, you know, he could actually create the, you know, the mismatches. You know, he can, you know, he can actually get down in the red zone though too. He can, and, but you know, blocking on some of the mismatches though too, it's a little. He needs to work on that. Yeah. But he, he can actually get some things, you know, he can actually get things done if he actually be a threat to red zone. So feel that. a partner though, with so much shine out of the uh, offensive playmen and stuff like that. I really was most impressed with uh, the combine efforts defensively speaking. Okay. There were a lot of guys. There were a lot of big, big guys that moved. You know, let's let, 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 let you know we, we have to give a uh, shine to one of Tristan Works. Okay. How the fuck does a man that large move that quick? Yeah. You know. Okay. If you if you can get a frame that quick down the field, nobody is safe. You know you want you must always then protect your quarterback because this guy's a seeking missile. Jeff Okuda goes the same way too. You know we know Ohio State they produce. Exemplary football players, offensively or defensively speaking. And Jeff Okuda's um, track record so far speaks for that. Yeah. Same can be said about Isaiah Simmons. Again, yeah. big motherfucker. Moves goddamn quick as hell. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. Isaiah Simmons, man, that kid has speed. That's going to be one scary linebacker. A dumb speed indeed. No, um, I feel... No, I'll call it. If the Baltimore Ravens are smart, that could fill the vacuum of defense that Terrell Suggs held. For his mind and power, for how he could dominate, Isaiah Simmons to where he is just a speeding bus, knocking off heads, coming for the jewels, it could fill in and make up for it. Yeah. In my opinion. Yeah. God damn. Mackay Becton, he's a son bitch in the same way too. Yeah. Dangerous motherfucker, has some quirks to be worked out of. I think he was sitting, he was he was one of the bigger guys sitting at somewhere near 320. Yeah. So his weight needs to be looked out for, and he himself needs to, I think, 
have himself a battle buddy to make sure he doesn't get any into any bad habits or whatnot. Otherwise, he's gonna be uh, he's gonna be worth his name. Who stood out for you defensively, partner? I like Kenneth Murray out of Oklahoma. Too. Okay. You know, he you know he reminds me of a Luke Kuechly type. Okay. You know he, he he's big, he's fast. You know and this this you know he he has that he has that build for a longevity linebacker. You know, you can see him playing, you know, you can see him playing like, you know, 10, 15 years from now. He, he has that stature of where, you know, you can actually see it. You know, you can actually really see it in him. You can see it in his playing style, though, too. You know, or, you know, defensively on the field, you yeah. know, playing for Oklahoma. So, Kenneth Murray, yes, you know. Um, yeah, shed a light on, you know, Chase Young, you know, coming out of OSU. Yes. Yeah. Hey, that, you know, he's going to, you know, he's going to be a beast. He'll be a badass as well. Yeah. Um. And also Isaiah Simmons, you know, just to, you know, just to wrap him up though too. Uh, it's you know, uh, he, he's gonna be, he's gonna be a monster. Mm-hmm. He is gonna be definitely a monster. The Arnold Schwarzenegger ass for real. Man moves too quick. And you know, for these, you know, for these, uh, you know, these college kids that you know that are running four three, you know, Isaiah, Isaiah Simmons is running a four three, you know, four four four. Like I said. You, like you said it just before, he's going to be a running bus. Yes. You know, and whoever does pick him up, you know, be a, you know, hey, he goes to Baltimore, he goes to the Giants, or what, you know, whoever. Whoever. You know, he's going to be a goddamn yes. asset. He's going to be, he's going to be an I, uh, I, uh, I, <laughs> I can't talk. Um, asset out, you know, out of, you know, his play style. Here, I'll even call you this. And um, on microphone, I'll shake it to this. Five bucks to say that he is within the uh, first five pick, five round picks. Okay. All right. Because I think really he is that deadly. A coach would be would be moronic not to seize him that quickly, knowing his value, knowing his athleticism. Wherever he falls, he's going to be great just because he's that way. Um, any playing format will have to step up to his standards, which will also be hilarious, too. Yep. But, you know, uh, another, you know, in another, uh, another shed of light, though, too, uh, we're going to take a quick commercial break, because, uh, you know, coming up, draft time, and, you know, just a couple things in the way, especially for these draft players, you know, class of 2020, they're trying to make their contracts. You know, they want to make their, they want to make their dividends. They want to make they, you know, they want to make their lives, you know, put them in a better standpoint of being a, you know, professional ball player. So they got a couple things away. One of them is the money in the way. My two chains. Take care. Don't go nowhere. 